For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier in a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Sonny Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. Fifty-three and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right, snap, hold. Kick is away. It's reaching, and it is good, good, good. Hot pot does it. All right, hot pot. Thoughts with an up and out, wide open. Touchdown, Israel. Two. What is up? What is up? Welcome back. It's another edition of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting network for professionals. I'm Corey Burton, your host. Joining me on spring break, I don't know if he's made it to Club La Vila yet, but it's Israel Troop. What's up, Israel? What's going on, man? I had to make the Club La Vila. I think it's closed now. Uh, Uh, We actually went to Mexico Beach a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Me and the fam did, and um actually went to Panama City, so nice. Um, but I tell you what now, they got they got it going on now and that Pier Park is nice and mm-hmm. um Panama City's figuring it out. Yeah, well if you if you're ever in Panama City and you want to go on the world famous uh inshore fishing tour, uh you need to call my cousin Justin Leak, Panama City inshore fishing. Um he is uh when I say he is famous, he is Discovery Channel famous. He's on a show called Chasing the Sun. So you can go on a charter with him and maybe watch yourself on TV. Really? That's yeah. sweet. So, yeah, he's a he's a big uh, he's a fishing captain. He started from scratch. It, it's it's really kind of a cool story how he got started. So, um, but yeah, Panama City inshore. Uh, he he he'll take you. Um, he knows every inch of water out there. I feel like so. Um, whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do, uh, he'll he'll take you. So, but if you want to live vicariously through uh, through him, just watch him on Discovery Channel. I think he comes on Saturday mornings. I think. I believe I have to double check it changes, but I think he's in his third season. So he's been doing it for quite some time. Nice. That's, that's pretty sweet. There, that, That's a lot of water right there. I think I'm going to stick to the nice ponds and, and lakes down here in South Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I love saltwater fishing. Uh, did not get too, too random, but, um, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I've caught all kind of stuff like, uh, sheep's head, uh, redfish, tarpon, um, I caught snapper, mahi. Mahi is actually really fun to catch if you if you if you've ever caught mahi. So, um, but that that's uh that's randomness here. Did uh were you guys able ever able to go on spring break and uh in college when you were playing? Uh, I went uh tw- I think I, no, I was able to go three times. 
Um, my first year I was playing baseball, so I wasn't able to go. Um, and after that, uh, we went to Panama City when Panama City was live and in effect. So that was when the Vila and all that stuff was jumping back then. Nice. Yeah. I've, I saw a meme that it was a picture of La Vila, La Vila and it said, if you can survive Club La Vila, you can survive COVID. Oh, yeah. You definitely could. Oh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's not a lie. And the, the parking lot that was the strip, did you ever cruise the strip? We did. We did indeed. Um, I mean, Panama City back then was dirty, fun, but dirty. Oh, yeah. Very dirty. <laughs> um, uh, it's a lot cleaner now. Uh, uh-huh. They've they really done a good job. And, um, you know, I think the residents there were uh, very relieved when they made that rule about, you know, taking away the spring break and stuff like that. But they get plenty of tourists anyway, so they yeah. really didn't hurt them. No. And that's, that's probably a good thing. It, it, their image improved, so it can only go up, right? Most definitely. Now the spring breakers are rioting in Miami because there's oh, curfew. Man. That's crazy, oh, that isn't it? Terrible. That was yeah. terrible. Yeah, and, you know, um, um, prayers out to the to the girl who's who died up there, and um, I saw that on the news actually. So, um, I mean, you just got to be careful. You got to move a little bit, a little bit better these days. Because I mean, the world's getting crazy. I know, right? It's uh, it's it's almost it's almost enticing to stay inside. But if you're going to stay inside, why not listen to us, right? That's right. At Believe in Dogs on Twitter, Instagram. At Troop Star Twenty Eight, Twitter, Instagram. At Coach Burton Thirty Six. At Burton.Corey, uh, Twitter and Instagram, respectively. So find us, rate us, subscribe. I uh, want to thank you for listening. So um, opening day, baseball, Major League Baseball. Your, your Yanks playing. I don't know what time your Yanks are playing, but um, our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. Uh, you can uh, feel free to bet on any uh, baseball. They are the number one betting site of all time. Uh, they are they're great. Uh, I haven't I haven't dove into any baseball lines yet, but I plan on doing so. Um, I, I was trying to watch the Braves and it was blacked out. Are you gonna Are you gonna try to bet on baseball like Pete Rose? Um, <laughs> except yeah, but I'm not playing. I don't have to worry about getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, which I still think is is BS that he's not in. I don't, yeah, I don't think that you yeah. know that part should take away from the things that you did on the baseball field by any means. So no, not at um, all. You know, I'm still kind of salty about that because I'm, I was a big Pete Rose fan, um, kind of grew up watching what he did and things like that. So I, I think he deserves to be in. Yeah, absolutely. I do, too. And uh, I would bank on uh, I would bank on that. I, I hope he gets in before before he passes away. I hope he lives to see that because that it's just it's just a travesty in it. You know, it, I, I can't stand that. But um, so, yeah, Bet Online, our sponsor. It's the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Uh, March Madness, the Final Four, is your bracket still intact? Uh, my, my bracket was, is always done on day one. <laughs> Some Cinderella, Beckham, or Roberts just completely destroyed it. Aside from a few Georgia games, I hadn't watched a lick of basketball. And I'm going to win the, I'm probably going to win the pool as long as Gonzaga doesn't get knocked out. That's, so, good. that's that's good. Let me I, check you out. I know, I man. I know. I maybe I, I've been doing it wrong all all this time. You know, I've been watching. I watched so much basketball. I would lose in the second round. Now I haven't watched yeah. a now I watched a single a single minute outside of Georgia basketball. That was only a handful of times. So I was doing it wrong all these all this all these years. I, I put too much stock in Kansas too. They always burn oh, me. Yeah. So. They get beat like in the first first second round every Always. single time. 
Big Always. Tennessee, aside from Michigan this year, let me down. So, yes. I mean, it's just been the, the March Madness is really the time to watch basketball because it's, it's, uh, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You never get teams know. like Iona and Oral Roberts making runs, Loyola, Chicago. Like somebody, somebody's going to hire that guy. I know UNC's oh, yeah. looking for somebody. I, it, it, I, I thought that I, was I, April Fools. I did too at first. And then I was like, oh, no, he's really retired. Yeah. Crazy. I'm a North Carolina basketball fan, um, college, college wise. So, um, Roy Williams has been a, a great asset to, to the great city of Chapel Hill. So I'm looking forward to him doing great things, you know, whatever he decides to do, uh, moving forward. Absolutely. And, and, and congrats on that retirement, Roy Williams. You were, uh, had a great career. Glad you were able to do some things at, uh, at UNC. Glad you, glad he was able to win some championships there. I know he really wanted to learned under Dean Smith, uh, coached some guy named Michael, Michael something. Yeah. Who is that guy? Oh, only the only the best player in history. Only the though. greatest of all time. Not to start that debate, but oh, um, man. well, I, I well, if I start, it's going to end real quickly. So, <laughs> you know, obviously, it's obviously that's that's the truth. I think LeBron's third behind Kobe. I think Kobe's better than LeBron all time. I think it's it's a it's a for the, you know it just depends on what area you grew up in. You know, we both yeah. grew up in the Mike. And, and and uh, Kobe era, so of course those two are one and two to us. But this uh, this new generation, of course, you know that they're going to think that, or they're going to say that Kobe. I mean, LeBron's the best, and right now, yeah. you know, he's showing that he is. So you know, yeah, I, I mean, never I, knock, I, knock what they're talking about. Yeah, there. I, I don't blame them there. It's just it's like apples and oranges. I tell them, I just I just like to you know I just like to twist the knife or grind the gears or whatever saying you want to say, but I, I just like to wind them up and, and, and just let them score. I, I think I, I, I'm a big LeBron fan. I like LeBron, but mm-hmm. um, I just think Michael's better. I do. I do too. You know, and it, and it's, it'll change here soon. And um, you know, let, let the good, good barbershop talk and good podcast talk. Absolutely. That we could we could debate that all the time. But we're gonna we're gonna debate some other stuff. We're gonna talk about some other stuff. Bet Online has you covered for all your news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and free to sign up. That was probably the best that was probably the longest uh improv. So head to the website betonline.ag, use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Well, let's get into the show. Israel, um, we had another injury scare at the wide receiver position. Uh, thank I God, saw. thank God, we recruited like forty-eight uh, wide receivers, <laughs> um, and it ended. It's it's ended up uh, after reading uh, Anthony Dasher and, and Roddy's reports on uh, on Dog Vent. Um, it's it's uh, good to see that it wasn't too serious. He'll be out for a few weeks. He'll be out the rest of the spring and he'll be good to go um, this summer and and no no problems, no qualms, no no restrictions. So that was good. And it was Jermaine Burton too. It was supposed to be the the guy that was going to fill in for picking. So that, you know, when I saw that, I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. But, <laughs> Everybody's so. getting bit by the injury bug. I know. And, you know it, it's, it's crazy because, you know, people talking about all oh, football, this, trainers and this. It's like, no, I've I was going to tweet this earlier because I was thinking about it. I was like, people get hurt on everyday basis. I see regular people in slings and boots and things more than I see athletes half the time. So, Man. I mean, 
it's just one of those things, you know, you can land wrong or, you know, you just get hit in the right particular spot and, you know, something happens. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the way, it's the way it is. You know, so, you know, Israel, I got injured uh, on spring break because I sprained my ankle probably five years ago and it flares uh-huh. up every once in a while. And when it flares up and it gets real stiff. Yeah. I'm out of commission for a few days and I'm still not, I'm still not well. So I can only imagine, uh, you know, you talk about random injury bugs. I got, I got injured driving, driving <laughs> Israel, driving, driving the car, 14 hours to Naples, Florida. Um, that was a couple of weeks ago now, but, um, you know, I still can't really run right now. Mm-hmm. So that's I no mean, good, right? I almost, I almost injured myself chasing turkeys this morning. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I had them dead, right. Set, and I'm, I'm coming out of my blind and, I'm, I, I step in a dang foxhole and I'm like, oh God, I just ruptured my ankle. But luckily, you know, I shook it off and got back up. So it was fine. Somewhere, somewhere, some, uh, some out, some, some guy in his tree stand just got really excited listening to what you just said. <laughs> I wasn't excited. I saw 11 turkeys this morning, didn't come home with one of them. I was so upset. That, that's, that's not good. Thanksgiving will not forgive you or Easter will not forgive you. You got to go, you got to yeah. get Easter dinner, man. I know. What's I, going I was on? Very upset this morning. Yeah, I might need a translator for what you just said earlier. So keep that in <laughs> mind. Uh, so tell me about turkey hunting. What? Okay, I, I got to dive into this. What? What is? What is turkey hunting like? Uh, turkeys are by far the smartest animals I've ever dealt with in my whole entire life. Uh, you got to be. You got to find them. You got to go to them, and then it gets hot. You know, you hunt turkeys when it's hot. So. Um, during the springtime and it's hot mosquitoes and snakes and stuff are out but it's fun you know there you can ask anybody who's an avid uh, turkey hunter um it's one of the most fun hunts you get because it's it, it requires you to do a lot but the the reward is, is really fun too so Good. um next time you come down south georgia now i'll take you out there and, and uh we'll get it going nice i can't wait to i can't wait to get my first hog can't wait to get my first turkey <laughs> um all the stuff that i can't hunt up here in, in tennessee um, yeah. my father-in-law is going to take me, going to take me quail hunting and dove hunting. So that, that'll be fun at some point. We, uh, he usually takes a group and, and, uh, like, I wish he could like take me other than the time, like right during final exams or right mm-hmm. during midterm exams. Like they always go right then and I can't, I can never go. Yeah. So, so maybe like when the second semester starts, I can take a couple of days and go to, I think they go to North Dakota, maybe. Oh, nice. So, yeah, they go they go really far away. They have a uh, he has a guy that that they that they stay at they they stay at this hunting lodge. They cook all this stuff. It's it's really like a big deal. So, um, nice. but yeah. So back to injuries. You know, I, I got injured driving. You got injured chasing turkeys. Your story is way cooler than mine. Just just for the <laughs> record. But um, some uh, some random news. I told you this was going to be the show of randomness. Yes. The spring yes. spring cleaning right. We got to get all the random topics out of the out of the shed. Spring cleaning. Um, Georgia added uh, Georgia added some opponents uh, to their uh, future schedules. Got a home and home series with Louisville, twenty twenty six and twenty twenty seven. They will go to Louisville in twenty twenty six. Louisville will come to Athens in twenty twenty seven. So to recap, over from twenty from. This coming season until 2023, here's our, here's our Power 5 non-conference opponents. Clemson this year uh, in Charlotte. Uh, 
2022, we host Oregon in the in the bins. Ooh. 2023, we go to Oklahoma. Ooh. Uh, 2024, we get Clemson back in the bins. Uh, 2025 at UCLA. I hope we don't cancel that one. I might try to make plans to go to that if I can. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be a good one. 2026, we are against home against UCLA at Louisville. 2027, we go to Tallahassee and host Louisville. 2028, host Florida State, travel to Texas. 29, at Clemson, home against Texas. 30, home against Clemson, home against Ohio State. 31, home against Oklahoma, at Ohio State. And 32 and 33, Clemson at home, Clemson on the road, respectively. So, in my opinion, I don't think anybody can criticize our uh, strength of schedule at this point. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, we, we've got some very quality opponents aside from who we're going up against in the East. So, I mean, that whole cupcakes and everything, well, we don't want to play cupcakes anymore. Yeah, we ain't got any more on the schedule. So You add Georgia Tech to that mix, too. Yeah, well, that that'd be the only cupcake we get. Yeah, that's well, true. They're, they're not cupcakes; they're Waffle House now. Yeah, they are the they're the waffles. They're, they're the so, they're the omelets. I think <laughs> they're going to be. I, they they might be a little bit more competitive this year. They might. They they should be. I think they're finally transitioning. I think they're on the tail end of their transition from Paul Johnson to a normal offense. So yeah, uh, they should be, they're a lot more competitive. I mean, as much as we hammer Jeff Collins and make fun of him, if he wasn't at Georgia tech, I'd actually probably think he's doing a good job and, mm-hmm. and he has good ideas, but I can't say that or I lose my dog card, but, That's um, true. but uh, you know, some some people would say that he's doing a pretty good job over there with marketing and branding and stuff like that. One of my, uh, a friend of mine, uh, a, a guy who my dad coached in high school after he left, uh, after he retired from Fayette County and started doing the the double dipping, like work work 120 day contract and uh, be an assistant coach after yeah. 13 years as a head coach. So he went to Lovejoy High School uh, mm-hmm. right after. You're familiar with Lovejoy, right? I am. Uh, there was a guy by the name of a Tashard Choice that played yes. there, and he is now a coach at Georgia Tech. Yep, he's a running backs coach. He yep. actually is the South Georgia recruiter. Oh, okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, um, he, he's recruited a lot of my guys. He offered my uh, wide receiver. Oh, nice. Uh, when I was at Valdosta. So, um, okay. He's very, uh, my, and if I'm not mistaken, he and Brandon Boykin are cousins, if I'm not mistaken. They are. Oh, they're, they're, really, they're really good because one of, uh, yeah, I think they're our cousins. So. I think they're cousins. Um, I believe so. Uh, I'm friends with Brandon. Uh, his bro graduated with his brother. Him and him, uh-huh. uh, his brother and I are, are good friends. We graduated the same year. Uh, played okay. football together for a minute. Then he decided that uh, basketball was his sport, and you know, more power to him. But yeah, Alfred, I, uh, Alfred's my guy. I uh, oh, love yeah. Alfred, and uh, you know, Brandon. Obviously, Brandon was significantly younger than me, so I, you know, didn't really have as much of a relationship with Brandon. But we, uh, yeah. So Fayette County, yeah. Uh, Brandon, Chad, Glower, uh, are, are two guys that that are that I'm that I'm friends with. Uh, Chad's dad coached me for two years. Coached with my dad okay. for several years before that. Uh, so I kind of grew up with with Chad and uh, his brother 
Ryan and nice. Callie. Yeah, we used to. Yeah, I, I spent. You know, they were neighbors. Uh, one of my best friends growing up. They were neighbors, so I'd see them at school. Then I would see them when I went over to my friend's house. We'd all hang out and play football in the backyard. And you know, it was one of those where during the day I, I was doing football, basketball, whatever yard activities, and then at night. Joseph would go to sleep, and then it was like I would stay party up. Time. Party time. I'd stay up. Like he would go to bed at like eight thirty. I would stay up all night long, and then mm-hmm. I'd finally fall asleep at four. Then he's up at seven, he's waking me up. So it's crazy. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, can't criticize the uh, can't criticize the strength of schedule for sure. And uh, we need to get to shard on. I know I'm kind of, yeah. this is this is AD, this is the ADD podcast, but uh, we need to get to Shard on, go behind the enemy lines if if Coach Collins will let him come on, and just kind of talk about. Uh, you know, he went to Oklahoma first, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, he went to he signed with Oklahoma out out of out of high school. Uh, some guy named Adrian Peterson signed oh, yeah. there later. Oh, yeah. That guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, some guy named Adrian Peterson beat him out. And so he transferred. He was one of the first that I that I'd heard of really taking advantage of the the hardship clause and mm-hmm. the, the transfer rules. And he had a it was legitimate. He had a sick grandmother, and so he he got a waiver, got signed on at Georgia Tech. So good for him. Um, speaking of signing and signees and running backs, uh, did you see the uh, Did you see the one that uh, from my neck of the woods that that committed yesterday or two days ago? Actually, no. Yeah, Jordan James, uh, running back uh, from Oakland High School. Oakland is Oakland is our version of. I'm trying to think of the school. They're just dom- There's so many schools in Georgia that I could compare them to, but they're, they're the dominant school here in, in the state of Tennessee. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, Jordan Bryant James. He's a four-star running back. Dude is a freaking bowling ball. He's five ten, two hundred. We we are doing some recruiting now. I, I yeah. mean. We got the linebacker the other day. Yeah. Um, Jalen Walker. Yeah. I think we got, did we get, we got a retweet from his, we got a, we got a response from uh, Aziz Ojolari. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll talk about him in a minute, but yeah, we get, we, yeah, he responded. He, he said, hashtag LBU go dogs. So what he, what he said. Uh, Yeah. So. Yeah, shout out to uh, Aziz Ojolari, but yeah, no, you you need to uh, you need to watch uh, this kid. He was at Brentwood Academy and transferred from Brentwood Academy to uh, to Oakland High School. Which mm-hmm. um, yeah, Oakland Oakland is is definitely the powerhouse here in not only Middle Tennessee but the entire state um, in the highest classification. They they uh, they're responsible uh, for a ton of college talent. Now uh, they have. Um, most notably in this year's draft, Jacoby Stevens, uh, safety. Okay. Yeah, he he was uh, he's a product of Oakland High School. Um, there was a lineman that he didn't end up amounting to much. I think he had some injuries that played at Tennessee, but they they've had some guys all over. Um, but the most notable one that you've probably heard of is Jacoby Stevens. So um, they 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 produce man, um, and they they win. I think they won the state championship again this year in six A. So. And partly because nobody could tackle this kid. That's right. <laughs> and for anybody saying that small ball coaches can't win at the at, at the at the at the highest levels is completely full of you know what, because uh, their head coach was a double A double A coach that won some state championships at that level, 
and stepped right into Oakland and hasn't looked back since. He was uh he was he was actually he's a reformed wing T guy. I say that like it's a like it's a bad thing, but he's a he's a reformed wing T guy. He came in um you know, he he tried to run some wing T stuff and and he ended up being a hybrid uh team his first couple of years and then uh he was able to he was able to transition out of the wing T and be more of a spread. And he still has some wing T principles, but Man, they're they're fun to watch. I mean, so if you if you get a chance to watch Oakland football, the Patriots, the Oakland Patriots, uh, give them a give them a shot. So they uh, they're in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, right in the which is which is funny because they're right in the they're right in the shadow of MTSU. And guess who mm-hmm. doesn't recruit that school really? That's crazy. You know, MTSU. Man, you were talking earlier. You know, it's in Tennessee. A lot of these big time colleges aren't recruiting their own state. It's and it's I mean, ridiculous. Look at, look at Florida. Look at Georgia right now. I mean, we're keeping hometown talent home. Yeah, you know, so it you would be it'll be dumb to not recruit your own state, especially when you got guys like that. You got a kid right in your backyard. Yeah, going be to Georgia. Yeah, of course, you know, um, Middle Tennessee and 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 Georgia are two on two different spectrums. But I mean, at the same time, at least give the kid a call if they haven't already. At least yeah. give the kid a call. I, I, I hope they have. Home. I just know they haven't recruited very well, um, and I, I know for a fact because I, I coached for a year down in down in that county uh, for Blackman for Blackman High School, um, and they uh, I know for a fact they they really didn't come around much. They really didn't pay much attention. They were too busy trying to recruit kids out of South Florida, which is yeah odd. But anyway, um, but I, I imagine Vanderbilt and Tennessee uh, they they tried so you know. They just, you know, Vanderbilt's just not there yet. They're getting there. I, li- I like what they're doing uh, in in the conference. And Tennessee is, I think they're doing some good things too. I I, th- I think Heupel's getting some good reviews, although I haven't really, I really haven't followed it too closely since they started spring practice. But I think things are going well there. So uh, they just, yeah. they got a ways to go. They just, their roster's just decimated right now. Yeah, they haven't been in the news, so I'm assuming everything's going well. Yeah, that's, that's always... Number one, I, I tell you who's in the news for the wrong reasons is LSU. What they did, I saw that. I saw a big thing on Fine Bomb. Yeah. Um, you know, I've been so busy, you know, trying to spend some time with my kids and everything because I'm on spring break. Um, but what's going on over there? It's all that, uh, it's all those uh, Title IX allegations and uh, uh, previous, just more stuff. Yeah. Th- it, it's just, yeah, it's just more stuff. Um, sexual misconduct, um, Title IX violations. They didn't have a Title IX coordinator until 2014. Um, you know, so Man, needless to say, Ed O is in trouble. LSU football is in trouble. Uh, if this happened at Louisiana Monroe, they would be wiped off the map already. But if this happened at Georgia, everybody would know when it took so long for it all to come out. Exactly. But it's LSU. They're they're just throwing the middle finger up and say, "Come and get it." So, um, but yeah. So it's good to not be LSU. But exactly. So we got a commitment from a punter, Austra- and the reason why it's news. Not now. Usually you get a punter. It's like, oh, we got a punter. I don't know who this guy is. But uh, we have broadened our recruiting scope. We have broadened our borders. We got a new territory, Melbourne, Australia. 
in fact. Yes. Well, you got to think LSU and Miami just got one mm-hmm. um, last year. My man just cut it up, even though he's like 52. You know, yeah. he's he's from Australia. So, I mean, that's 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 a big deal. You know, all those punters, you know, are great coming out of Australia. So, I mean, if we can dabble into that a little bit and get us a guy that can flip the field, I mean, that's I'm, I'm all for it. Absolutely. And uh, 15 hours away. Uh, Brett Thorson is the, is his name. Uh, but yeah, I, I was, I was surprised uh, to see that we, that we were able to pull this guy and, you know, I think having a great punter, somebody that can flip the field, it's, it's, it's a weapon. We learned that with Drew Butler. We've learned that mm-hmm. with uh, Jake Camarda. We've learned that with who else? We, I feel like we have a good punter every, every single year, like a world-class, like a NFL caliber punter every single year. Uh, yeah. But, I just know Drew Butler is probably the the most notable. He could punt it a mile. Mm-hmm. His hang time was impeccable. I don't think he hardly had any returns on him. So not that I can think of. So I mean, having having a great having a great kicking game, you know, just is just uh, you can't beat it. Exactly, you can't at all. Um, but this guy is uh, he's an Aussie rules football player. Uh, so he's been punting but in different ways um he's 6'2 210 uh i imagine six, like two, two, ten. good lord yeah and it, i don't know if you've ever watched australian rules football it was like one of my favorite uh covid sports to watch because they would show it like early in the morning you know huck, huck gets up at the butt crack at dawn so i was able <laughs> i was able to watch a few of those games it is it is intense dude it's like 22 on 22 the field is like three times the size of a football field and they just can run the whole time if they run the whole it's like rugby it's like a wide open rugby and like they're not wearing pads, obviously, but it's like one of those games where every once in a while there's a huge shot, but it really moves too fast for there to be any big hits, uh-huh. and it's just continuous. And I'm still, I'm still kind of unsure of the rules, but like if you kick it to somebody and they catch it, you get a free kick. That that team gets a free kick, so like that the other team has to back up like five five yards, and you get to yeah. kick it again. So the 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 strategy is to like catch it and like just kick past it to somebody in the air yeah um and then uh work your way down the field and then i think there's a six point and a one point goal or six point and three point goals like there's like three goal posts and like if you kick it you got to kick it through um like that's how you score it's pretty cool it's really cool you should watch it they call it footy yeah so this guy's i might have to give it a try yeah footy it's it's great um, I got, we, uh, I made a post on Twitter, uh, back like last spring, I think. And one of the clubs caught wind of it and they sent our school, they sent to our school, like a bag of, of Aussie rules footballs. Really? Yeah. They're big. They're like the big melon balls, you know, you can't really throw them. <laughs> uh, but they're awesome. Like you can kick them a mile, dude. It, they're they're it's so so much fun. I was like playing with it in my backyard. Like you can like I felt like a really good punter. Like you could like you get your foot into it. You can you can send these balls. It's pretty cool. So like how you pass it with your hands is like you. It's like a. I mean it. It's slightly. I think it's. It's 
maybe longer than a rugby ball, but a rugby yeah. ball is fatter. Like I can still, you can still get your hand around it, so it's not as fat as a rugby ball, but it's it's close. It, it's more like a rugby ball than it is like a American football. So that looks nice. Yeah. So if you ever get a chance, watch some games. Like games will end like sixty-two to fifty-three. Like there's ton of scoring. Yeah, that sounds like my kind. That sounds like Nick saying today calling everybody the Taliban. All the <laughs> Have you seen his? Uh, yeah, I, his I saw. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, on the coach and the coordinator podcast, he has he has a, he has that excerpt on on the podcast. Uh-huh. So I was listening to that and I was like, oh my god, did he just like Nick Saban is the only person that could that could get away with that yeah. comment. Exactly. I was looking. I was like, "Oh, he's about to get uh, canceled." This little yep. cancel culture that they got going yep. on. Oh, cancel him. He's about to get canceled. But at the same time, you know, the way he used it is like, "Okay, we get it." You know, yeah. the offensive now are terrorizing the defense. So you know, only yeah. somebody who is looking for something to be wrong with what he said will will find something wrong with it. But well, you, you know, us as coaches and offensive coordinators like you and I, we understand what he's saying. You know, I, our I, offenses are now completely terrorizing defenses so they have to you know come up with a different plan or or um different schemes and stuff to stop us and yeah look at his offense this year yeah exactly that's crazy like but his defense got better as the year went on that was that was pretty crazy so yeah you don't really have a choice when you got them horses in the backfield and out wide and at quarterback and up front i mean did they have a weakness (laughs) No, the waddle went down. It was like they got better. I was like, shit, yeah. it's crazy because they did just have somebody in, in in the stable. You know, you got you got another mm-hmm. bullet. And, you know, that's just like Georgia right now. You know, it 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 sucks that you know Burton and, and uh, Pickens are hurt. Uh, luckily, Burton to come back. There was no ligament damage or anything. But yeah, like luckily, just right banged now, we're, up. we're just we're just reloading. Yeah, we're you reloading. Know, um, we 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 don't know where these bullets are going to go yet. Uh, we've got some good bullets. We just don't we just don't know quite where they're going to go yet. Exactly, Which, and you know, I bet those guys are kicking themselves right now. The ones that transfer, because I mean, this is their moment. This was it, and and they're they're gone. Which you know, at the same time, you got to do what's best for you. you know, yeah. So they'll um, end up somewhere. Uh, have yeah. you? Have you heard where Landers has ended up? I, I haven't heard anything. Did I, I haven't heard any of our guys um, yet? Um, I know Dewan. Uh, I know Dewan's at Temple. Yeah, Dewan's at Temple, and I think the Johnson linebacker kid is somewhere. I saw his dad tweeted it. So yeah, um, yeah good for but, them. You know, but you know, it's it's just one of those things where you know you just never know what happens if you just stick it out. You know, it, it sounds bad right now, and you don't think think about things like that, but injuries, you know can happen and guess what you get thrown in the fire you just never know what you can do yeah no kidding so uh speaking of transfer portal um there's some interesting things happening there uh eric gilbert his saga he committed to florida now he's might be back at lsu really after it's all said and done well, how much did they pay him to come and, back uh, enough <laughs> enough to sway him i guess <laughs> Uh yeah, so that's but that's you, weird. If you enter the transfer portal, um, can you can you go back? Yeah, if they don't, if they let you back, yeah, you can go back. If they'll have you back, did he sign? Did he sign with Florida? No, he never signed. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, so he's he's free. Okay, 
Yeah, he he, he never signed. Um, he said he was going to go, and then like when he was doing all the paperwork stuff, it you know fell through. I guess he decided not to or something. He's had some. He's having some off the field issues. So kind of glad Georgia oh, didn't man. mess with that. I, I hate that because I'm telling you, Mr. Washington is having a jam up spring now. He is indeed. About, I've been reading about him, and he's been lighting it up on, at spring this uh, so far. Yeah, LeBron Washington. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, another transfer uh, in the portal from West Virginia. I don't know. We just hired the, we just hired this guy's coach. Uh, he's All American safety Tyke Smith. He's in the portal. Uh, Penn State, Georgia. Front runners. He's from Pennsylvania. Uh, Coach Adai is at Georgia now. Uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina. Uh, Auburn is in the mix as well. He wants to enroll somewhere in May for summer conditioning. Um, He has a teammate that chose Auburn, uh, Drayshawn Miller. Uh, Where do you think think this one happens? Where do you think this one goes? I don't know. Uh, You know, when, when your coach leaves and if you guys have a great relationship and he goes to a place and, and they've already offered him. So you just never know um, what might happen there. Hopefully him and coach and I had a great relationship. Um, hopefully we get him. And it, it just depends on, you know, the depth of our, of our secondary, you know, right now um, we're looking a little slim yeah. um, just because of, you know, guys who graduated and guys who left and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a chance for him to go ahead and step up and start right away. So, I mean, that could be appealing to him or, you know, just I think he just needs to go on a visit um, and just experience Athens. I think he'll be fine, you know, because just think about this. If COVID had the hit and with this transfer portal stuff going on, who wouldn't want to be in Athens? No doubt. No doubt. I mean, yeah. if, if if they could get – I mean, I, I, I know you know the power and pull of Athens. I mean, in the springtime especially, mm-hmm. just think. We'd have that. I mean, honestly, with the momentum we have, we would have the number one class, and we did have the number one class when recruiting in person was allowed. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. So I, I think I think ultimately uh, it's going to be hard. Uh, I don't think Penn State is really an option. I, I think it's going to be a matter of is he it, does he have a closer relationship with Drayshawn Miller or his position coach. Yeah, and I mean, if you go it's to good. Penn State right now, Penn State's struggling yeah. right now defensively, offensively, and things like that. So, I mean, um, for him, it's going to be, where do I think the number one championship at? Because Penn State still has to go through Ohio State. Of course, yeah. we got to go through Alabama, but we're right on the cusp, you know, of beating Alabama. So, we're a lot closer than Penn State is right now. And if you go to Auburn, I mean, Auburn's fun and all that good stuff, but are you really going to be competitive over there in the West, you know, yeah. at Auburn? So, yeah, um, absolutely. But and at the same time, I don't know a whole lot of uh, DBs that have come out of Auburn either. I do know a couple that have come out of Georgia. Yes, and a couple more that are coming out of Georgia. So exactly. If if you are if you are Tyke Smith, and you're, I mean, let's just take Georgia out of it because I, I know that the homer in me would say, yeah, Georgia all the way. Um, but let's say, let's say your position. Okay. Let's say, let's say, let's take Georgia out of it. Let's say you're going, your, your position coach took a job at Minnesota, but mm-hmm. your, your buddy transferred to your, your buddy transferred to Purdue. 
That's a tough one. Like you, you obviously signed. You obviously signed, um, thinking that position coach was going to help you get to the next level. Uh-huh. But you also want to play for your buddy. Mm-hmm. What do you do? That's a tough one. You know, I mean, I do like the Boilermakers. I do like what they're doing right now. Um, you know, but it's tough. It's tough to go against the guy that you know that rose the boat and you know that whole antic. And he's he's doing a great job at Minnesota. Yeah. Um, been up for a couple of power five. I mean, big big power five jobs. So, um, you know that that'd be a tough one. You know, and you never you never want a, a kid to follow a coach. You know that whole cliche as well. You're just leaving to go do that same thing we deal with in high school. If the coach yeah. takes a job and everybody wants to transfer, so um, you don't want to take that route. But at the same time, it, it just depends on what he wants to do. Um, does he want to go to the NFL? Does he want to win a championship? You know, things like that. Does he does he care about the the culture? You know, of the school and a lot of those a lot of those things just go in the fact of where you want to go to school. Yeah. You know? um, and as an athlete, you, of course, you know, it's a grind every day, but you also want to have fun. You know, that college experience is, is like none other. You know, you want to have a great experience, but you also know, all right, I got a job to do, and I'm trying to win a championship and things like that as well. So um, for a guy that's in the transfer portal, you know, you got to go where it makes you happy. Um, you got to go where um, does your stock go up or down by going to that school and things like that. So It'd be interesting to see where he lands. Up, where he lands, um, I know Oklahoma had a, another secondary guy that came out as well. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's if he decided where he's want to go, but that's another guy that I would look at too from Georgia, um, yeah. and uh, see where he's going. Because I mean, as a, I think he was a corner, and he had over like a hundred and something tackles. I mean that that just yeah. shows you that one, he's not scared to tackle, and you know Kirby Smart loves guys in the secondary that love to tackle. So you know he's definitely been on that radar. No doubt, no doubt. So it'll be interesting to see uh, can Georgia land one of these transfer defensive backs, a veteran guy that can come in. Um, you know, trying to figure out what we need. I, I think corner. We got some guys emerging at corner, so it looks like we're kind of in the market for now for for the safety position. So um, maybe Tyke maybe Tyke Smith fits. Uh, how about Henry Toto? Toa 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 Toa. <laughs> I think I said that right. I have no idea. Um, sp- spell that. No. Um, Tennessee uh, transferring. Uh, so he's uh, they're thinking Alabama, Ohio State probably is is the as the two front runners for for him. Uh, to me, I, I think obviously he could play anywhere, but uh, you know, I, I'm 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 going to guess Ohio State on this one. Mm-hmm. Because the, so the last SEC athletic. player, the last SEC player that transferred there, is probably going to go third or fourth overall in the yes, NFL he draft. Had a, he had a dang good pro day. He did. He had a dang good pro day. He did. Um, another guy who had a great pro day is a guy from my alma mater in Tiff County, is uh, Rashad Bateman. Yes, um, I saw you I tweet his, that. I saw you I tweet that his pro day today, and um, just the way that he's—I remember him when he was in elementary school. Um, he's grown into such a, a dominant football player. You know, he went to Minnesota. Um, you know, I was really sad that Georgia couldn't get him, uh, but he went to Minnesota. He kept his word. He he became, you know, one of the faces of, of Minnesota. You know, he was one, he was the face of Brother Boat. You know, so um, he he's done a phenomenal job and you know taking care of business. And he's about to get his opportunity to play in the NFL. Yes, so, yes. So know, congratulations to him, and it, it is big to have a hometown guy. 
kid that you you've known and you've seen grow and and do the things that he's done is, is amazing. You know, I know the family very well. Um, great family. So, you know, congratulations to him as well. And to all the other guys that have been in Pro Day as well, because I know that's a very stressful time um, with everything going on. So be able to stay focused and, and to perform uh, the way that a lot of these guys have, have performed at the Pro Days is is, is very special. And, and good luck to all these, these uh, young men. Uh, hopefully your dream come true. Yes, no doubt, and uh, I'm, I'm rooting for him. I hope he lands in a good situation, um, not with the Jets, preferably, um, not with the Green Bay. Ooh, that'd be nice. That'd be a nice fit. Um, yeah. Just just avoid Houston and the Jets, and you're good. Yeah. And you're Don't good. get me started on Houston right now. That whole ordeal right now has me very upset. Yeah, it does. It's bad. It's real bad. Um, and thankfully, I'm not a Texans fan. I'm glad yeah. for that. I never thought I'd say that as a Falcons fan, but yes, that's, that's good. Uh, so, yeah, Falcons slash Titans. Titans are competing for the number one spot in my in my fandom. They're doing a they're doing a dang good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. Co- Coach Rabel is making sure that you know, um, making sure that he 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 wins my fanhood. And the Falcons, they were they were doing everything they could to lose it, but they hired Arthur Smith, so I'm excited about that. I think Matt Ryan's going to have a resurgence in his career, so I'm I'm here for it. I think so, but I think they I think they need to get a quarterback. Uh, I think I think Matty Ice is about to you know um, fall out here. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you were going there. Uh, I think he's got about I think he's got about two or three years uh, left in him. I, I think. If you're gonna if you're gonna draft a guy and, and sit and develop him, why not get help up front right now? Either get a guy late now or see where you're at. There's gonna be some decent guys. JT Daniels is gonna be in next year's draft. Sam Howell's gonna be in next year's draft. Two names right there, uh, off the top of my head that I can think of. That hey, maybe you could draft them. Maybe not not as good as Justin Fields or uh, Zach I'm Wilson. You right now, if I'm if I'm in that front office. Um, the Atlanta Falcons. I'm bringing Justin Fields home. I'm That'd be a good. Him home that would be a good PR move. We are about to go to work. Because let me tell you, that's gonna put who's behind Matt Ryan. That's gonna push him for that starting job. Well, literally nobody. He's the only quarterback on the roster at this point. Nobody. So guess what? I'm gonna bring in this young kid who is from the Atlanta area, who knows a lot about football. And who's going to put fans in the stands because they're hopefully, fingers crossed, that there's going to be fans in the stands for these NFL games. Mm-hmm. Who is going to do that? Justin Fields is going to do that. Todd Gurley in the backfield. And then they signed another running back. I can't think of his name right now. Mike Davis. You got, you got Julio Jones. Um, Ross, you got so many weapons outside. Calvin Ridley. Uh, Justin Calvin. Gage. No, no, no Russell Gage. Not, not Ross. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Russell Gage. Guys, you got guys offensive that can get it done. Offensive line ain't bad. But, you know, you add, you sprinkle a couple of more big bodies in there to help. I mean, Atlanta's going to be pretty good as long as they can stop somebody. If you score enough points, you beat people anyway. So, I they, think they need some, they need some front, front, uh, <laughs> defensive front guys. I mean, the, the, the attempt at drafting pass rushers have been embarrassing. Yeah, so, uh, so they, they got a little way to go, but I mean, for me, outside of Grady Jarrett, they got nothing on defense. Yeah, for me, as far as putting fans and stuff in the stands, and you already know, Atlanta Falcons fans are very loyal. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 are. They, they might get beat, but they're they're some loyal fans. You put a, a household name in there, and you start winning a little bit, yeah, man. It, it, it's going to be a show, and you never know what might happen. You might be playing Super Bowl again. Just yeah. make sure twenty eight to three six this time. But what if Justin Fields is off the board? Do you go a different I'm direction? Going. I'm going after Nuz. I'm going after Zach Wilson. I'm going. I'm going after top tier quarterback. Um, Zach Wilson ain't gonna be there. Justin Fields yeah. ain't gonna be there. Uh, I, I'm well, going to go ahead and tell you that. I think. That I think. Case. I think Wilson's going to be in New York, which I, I don't know if I agree with that, but I think Wilson's going to be in New York. I think Fields is going to be in San Francisco. I think Trevor's going to um, to the Jags. Yeah, well, if, yeah, that's if Justin Fields doesn't go to the Jags now. Uh, Urban, no. Urban Meyer was very happy <laughs> at his pro day. He was. That would, oh my God, what what do you think would happen at the? Oh my God, I I hope he does that because I want to see the just the the chaos that ensues with with T Law not going first all, overall, and him having Ooh. to go to the Jets after all. Oh my God, that would be awful. For him, <laughs> they might pull a Manning and, and Archie come in, but nah, he's not going. Nah, he's not nah, we're, we're, for y'all. We're, we're good. We're going back to Clemson, <laughs> even if I sit out. Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm going. I'm going back to Clemson, and I'm gonna be the backup quarterback at Clemson. And then they get picked number one overall again next year by the yeah. probably Jets. by the Jets <laughs> again. again. Yes. Speaking of uh, speaking of draft and combines and pro days and where do we think Ojalari is going to go? We're, we we never really made a prediction on that. We just said he looked ridiculous and everything that he's done so far. Where does he go? Where does he end up? I don't know where he goes, but I think he's early second rounder, early to mid second rounder. Because um, you know. The draft is always unpredictable. You look up there and there's 15 linemen taken in the first round. Yeah. Um, so um, I think he goes mid, early to mid-second round. Um, if not, he's he's definitely a, a, a first, third-round pick, um, if not. So, I mean, he, he is really – he turned it on. And then, like, like we've always said, uh, playing in the bowl game completely just up to stop. So, there you um, go. You, you just never know how this draft's going to go. And it really just depends on what teams need right now. The Falcons need some linebackers. Um, San Francisco needs some linebackers. The Jets need some linebackers. So it really just depends on how he falls and, you know, how those interviews and everything went. But I, I think he's a good kid. Um, I think he's a dangerous football player. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see how a lot of our guys do because I think we got some some guys that, that can – Starting a couple of secondaries, not well, not start, but at least you know contribute um, in some secondary uh, situations early on too. So yeah, I mean, I, Georgia's gonna have some good some good draft picks coming up pretty soon. I think you I think you see Ojalari and Stokes go early to mid second round. Uh, however, that shakes out. Um, I think Tyson Campbell's probably a late day two, if uh, if not uh, early day three. Uh, but I think he makes a roster and, and makes an impact. DJ Daniel, uh, Mr. Toasty, had a really good senior bowl. Uh, he probably played himself into an earlier uh, day three pick. Ben Cleveland, 
at the guard position, I think round, I think fourth round, I think he's going to have a similar path to Solomon Kenley, which if that's the mm-hmm. case, it's pretty good because Solomon Kenley yes. is uh, he is a fixture on that Dolphins offensive line. Um, he has been in many clips and being bragged on as far as his movement in the run game. Uh, so Solomon Kenley is doing really well. Uh, I can't say the same about Isaiah Wilson, but unfortunately. But Isaiah, if you're listening to this episode, reach out. Get some help, please. Um, but yeah, I think who who else do we have in this draft? We have so many. Um, I can't even think of them off the top of my head. But at the same time, I mean, Georgia has a, a very good reputation of putting guys in the NFL too. So yeah, uh, guys in the transfer portal <clears throat> with staying power we too. Guys, we put guys in the NFL. Um, so you know, it's. It's it's a great time, you know, for football, and I'm excited about the spring game. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to get down there and, and, and watch it. Um, so it's it's a it's a great time for sports. The baseball team got a big win against Clemson. Yes, they did. Um, the I re- yes, yes, they did. Very um, good. They're they're rolling. Uh, Coach Strickland is due back in the dugout. I think he had some uh, some COVID issues, so mm-hmm. he's due back in the dugout uh, in the uh, on tomorrow when they open their. Yeah, when they when they have their series tomorrow, so that's good. Um, yeah, baseball, baseball's you know they're doing their thing, man. Um, they uh, they have a series coming up, a big series against South Carolina, Friday at six, sun, Saturday at two twenty, and Sunday first pitches at one o two. Georgia's sitting right now seventeen and seven, two and four in the conference. Uh, South Carolina seventeen and six, four and two in the conference. So. Yeah, we um, got to get. We're we're winning the games we need to win. Yeah. As far as you know, non-conference. Now it's time to pick it up in conference play because that's you know you can lose to all those little poo-poo games at the beginning, but conference play is where you get you know a lot of those points and um a, a lot of your respect is when you win win these conference games. So hopefully we can get get that ball rolling um, this weekend. When I, I watched South Carolina the other day. Um, and they they're they're good, they they are really good. They're the mm-hmm. South Carolina that that won uh, those two championships um, a couple of years ago. So, I mean, this, this would be a big test for Georgia. But I think you know with the weapons that we have, and and after a, a really good game against Clemson um, last week, I, I think it, it's time for us to step it up and make a run um, in this conference schedule. A big step in that direction would be winning this series against South Carolina. It's going to t- be tough to do so. You have uh, catcher DH Wes Clark, who's uh, the nation's leading slugger with a 313 batting average, uh, 14 dingers, and uh, dr- driving in 30 runs. Uh, then you have Braylon Wimmer. He's batting 366. He's got five dingers, 14 RBIs. He is. 333 hitter in league play. So he's hot. He's raking a little bit. Uh, Georgia as a team is batting 282, so they got to improve that. 355 on base percentage. ERA is 3.0, which is, if this were major leagues, uh, in comparison, that would be like a .5 ERA. So I feel like college, if you are below five, you're you're in good shape. Uh, so I think that's uh, I think it's going to be this is going to be kind of like a telling weekend for Georgia baseball. I, I think we're going to kind of find out where they are. I think getting Coach Strickland back in the dugout, I think that'll help uh, with this COVID stuff. I, I think it's been 
weird not having him probably in the dugout and and probably not as you know i guess discombobulating would be would be a good mm-hmm. word but uh luke wagner's on the hill on the hill friday versus thomas Farr saturday you got webb going against brandon jordan webb's 2 and 0 with a 1.59 era so he's dealing and then uh sunday is jonathan cannon and i'm not sure who's going for uh south carolina that's to be determined so uh, big big series coming up here in uh, in baseball. So one last thing before we go, Israel, have you watched much FCS football? I haven't. Um, you know, I, I look for games all the time, but besides Coco Melon, um, I haven't really had a chance to watch anything else. My kids are infatuated with Coco Melon. Oh yeah, yes. My mine is uh, mine loves Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Yes, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're getting to that point too. But right, I, right now I he's. Right now, I I know the words to the Count Micula song by heart. <laughs> now, loves that episode. Um, but yeah, no, I, I've watched a little bit of it. Um, you know, it being on ESPN Plus is definitely a challenge as far as remembering when it's on. But uh, there's been some interesting stuff happening. Furman's been a fun team to watch. If you like option football, Wofford is a fun team to watch. Uh, I'll tell you who surprised me is, uh, Southern Illinois, the Salukis, um, the OVC, OVC football around here in Tennessee is, is really good. Jacksonville state, obviously doing their thing. Austin P making their run. They were, uh, they were one of the worst in FCS few, uh, about three years ago. And now, now they're a perennial playoff team. So, uh, that's that's fun. Uh, you know, you what, Mercer is looking really good as well. Mercer is uh, emerging. I, I think they in place for them. Um, he was defensive player of the week a couple weeks ago. They had a big um, win so against Chattanooga this past weekend. They did. They did. Um, he made a stop. I want to say it was against Chattanooga. He made a big stop right there at the end. Uh, I think they were going for it. So uh, I think they upset Wofford too, didn't they? Yeah, they upset Walker too. So Nikki Damage out there balling, uh, making the family look good. So um, go. the Mercer Bears are, are, are on a roll too. So I mean, it's it's some great football going on. I, I forgot that you know Mercer's playing as well. I, I just thought about it when you were talking about um, Walkering them too. So they're um, they're a team that's really rising. They're a team that's emerging for sure. And and we weren't really sure when the season started where they were going to head because you know obviously they have a new head coach and uh, they're trying to. They never really got off the ground. They were kind of inconsistent for a while, but they're they're starting to get some things going. I tell you who's fun. I tell you what's going to be a fun game to watch is Delaware versus James Madison. You have two teams that are really strong in the run game. Uh, the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State, if they can get over their COVID issues, they they had a matchup with North Dakota State that was postponed this for this weekend. So that was uh, that was going to be one I was looking forward to. The Jackrabbits of South Dakota State uh, looking to – they were going to be the team to knock off North Dakota State, the Bison. So, mm-hmm. uh, SCS football what, is alive and well. Too, I think Dion's doing a great job over at Jackson State. Yes. Um, I think they lost last week or the week before. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know you know they'll bounce back and, and they get, will. get it going. They're, they're, they're playing hard. They're, they're playing motive. It, it's just tough to kind of see where they are because – I just feel like their schedule's been all over the place. I think they play Southern this weekend, Southern University. I think I think we'll have a better gauge of where they're at this weekend. 
because I don't know how well their first games prepared them for. Uh, you know, Edwin Waters, I think, was a was a game, an NAIA team that they played non-conference. I think that was a game that gave them some false confidence. And they, I think they went into this Alabama A&M game thinking – you know, they're on top of the world and, and they got they got quickly humbled. So yes. we'll see now they've had that humble pie. We'll see kinda okay, we're knocked back down to earth. Let's just see where they let's just see if they can dig out of it and see what they got. So looking forward to see what, what Coach Prime can do at at Jackson State. So but uh Israel I, I think the shed is clean. We just gotta sweep it out. Um would be remiss if I uh, didn't mention our uh, newest sponsor, uh, eBay. eBay, yes. So, uh, whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe that you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go to cop that pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced Sneather authenticators verify the box, the logo, the stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. It also protects the sellers with the verified return address. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated all selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free, free is for me, to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. So, Israel, I know I was late on that eBay uh, ad read, but oh well. Uh, they say it's supposed to be a halftime read. I, I think that's a, uh, that's, a, that's an outro read for us. Um, so I'm going to kick off my Jordans and we're going to end this thing. Uh, it's been a great show, man. Um, I told you it was going to be random and, uh, I wasn't lying. Did I lose you? Bet you're on mute, aren't you? You done muted, didn't you? Oh. Yep, I, I muted. I had to blow my nose. Dang, Paul, uh, that's killing me. Yes, it, is there like a? Yeah, so so we we've uh, we've completed the realm of of randomness. Is there a uh, big yellow cloud that's following you? Uh, yes, there is, and it's it's slowly going down. You know, we got that that uh, Easter snap coming in, um, so I, I think we're we're in the clear now. But it's outside on my patio right now. It's just everywhere still. So I got to wash it down this weekend. It's been raining so much here that it, it 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 hasn't been as bad yet, but I'm not looking forward to it. I think when it stops raining so much, we will uh, we'll probably have more pollen. We'll that cloud will probably find its way up north here to to Nashville. Winter winter's revenge is happening right now. It's uh, I think it's 26 degrees outside right now. Ooh, oh no! Yeah, not for me. Not for me. Not here for it. Can't do it. Um, I announced I did PA for the baseball game last night, and uh, it was f- like winds were 20 miles an hour, and it was freezing. Dude, playing baseball when it's cold is the most miserable thing that I can really think of in my whole entire life because it's cold. You're outside, and baseball is a sport. If they don't hit the ball, you don't move and things like that. So it's awful. Yes. Announcing it's even worse. But uh, 
the team they played yesterday, the team we played yesterday, I should say, um, they had a kid that's going to be pitching for Vanderbilt next season, and he had well, a, he must it, be really good. He is. Uh, he must have pitched the game before because he didn't he didn't go for them. It was a non region game, so it wasn't really that important for him to pitch against us. So he probably pitched against one of their uh, region opponents, but he hits about ninety six, ninety seven on the gun. Ooh wee. And he's uh he's their three hole hitter too, and he hit a bomb. That means he can stroke it, boy. It's still I don't think it's landed yet. Yeah, he can stroke it. That's for sure. He took uh he took a pitch that had it been like a half foot uh further inside, it would have hit him. And he turned on it and just yoked it in the left field. Got it. Gotta love it, baby. Got to love it. And he did a pretty nice bat flip too. It was, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I I thought we were. I thought our kids were going to get mad about the bat flip, but they didn't. They probably should have. Yeah. They probably yeah, should I have. I think they should have. They should have. You know, even though I'm, even though I am, I I'm a full supporter of the bat flip. But if you get bat flipped on you, you, you have to get mad about that. Yes. Yeah. There you go. But anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but Israel, any uh, how's things going at at your new job? Everything's going great. Everything we're, we're on spring break this week, but uh, we we put out a challenge to our kids um, to actually do something over spring break, and uh, they've been doing a phenomenal job. They're, we're getting videos left and right um, of them still working over spring break. So. Um, they're excited. We're excited. Uh, we got new jerseys and everything coming in this year for them. And, and it's just a new, it's just a new feeling over there right now. Um, so a lot of our kids are bought in, um, that spring break, we get it rolling. We start spring, uh, May 4th, um, with a big game against our, our crosstown rivals, the Westover Patriots on the 20th. So, um, it's, it's an exciting time. Like I said, whenever football is being played, it's an exciting time. So, um, no I can't wait for, for, for it to get going. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I I can't wait to. I I hope you guys live stream that. That'd be cool. I'd like to. I'd like to see that matchup, and uh, I might I might tag Mark Williams so you can do a little smack talk. So, <laughs> have you guys filled out your staff? Have you guys finished hiring people? Yes, yes, we're done. Um, I I, I got to handpick my offensive staff. Uh, I got some really some really great guys, some really sharp minds on my side of the ball. Um, on. on defense we got two guys um coordinating um both have been coordinators before um so it's gonna it's gonna, it's an exciting time right now and i mean it's our head coach literally just has to manage right now um and i think that's kind of what he wanted to do so um it's, it's a great time to be a monroe tornado that's uh that that's a good thing that's a good feeling when at well it's got to be, I don't know I don't know the feeling because I have never been a head coach but it I imagine it's a great feeling to know that I just have to steer the ship I don't have to I don't have to build anything I can just let my let my guys do it and uh, that's that it. that's that's my plan if I ever become a head coach or when I become a head coach not if it's just when um, and that's my plan is is to find two is to find two guys that can you know, coordinate my offense, coordinate my defense, and I, I can just offer my support, uh, offer a few of my ideas, but really just kind of let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I think an important aspect of that is, you know, I think that what your what your head coach seems like he's uh, been able to do is say, hey, you know what? I hired Israel Troop. I hired, I don't know who your defense coordinators are, but I, he's like, I hired these guys. I'm, you know, they know their stuff. So, you know what? I'm going to get out of their way and, you know, I'm going to say, hey, do you need anything? Cool. Uh, what do you think about this play? And that's really all I'm going to do. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna let them do their thing. I'm gonna gonna support them, and we're going to we're gonna be the best team in South Georgia. So I'm ex- I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for for your program. Um, and, and I can be because I'm up here like 500 miles north of you, and we don't play each other. So I can really be I can really be happy for you, and really really be rooting for uh, Monroe the Monroe Tornadoes. So, um. But with that, uh, Israel, that's going to do it for us. We are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Again, find us on social media. If you don't know our social media handles, just rewind the show. At Believe in Dogs, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, hit us up there. I'm still learning the, I'm still learning the gram myself. Uh, Twitter, at, uh, at the same thing. Twitter, at CoachBurton36, at TroopStar28. Uh, at Burton.Corey on uh, Instagram, if you want to, uh, if you want to follow me there too, uh, reach out. We would, uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love for you to subscribe, and uh, we thank you for be. If you're already subscribed, we thank you for being a part of the Believe in Georgia Dogs family. We are. Our goals are to be the best Georgia podcast in the universe. We want to be the place you go, and we can't do that. Um, a without a really cool. Uh, swanky hip studio and we can't do that and we can't do that ultimately without your support so um that being said for israel troop i'm Corey burton so long see you later have a great easter weekend if you are on a three-day weekend uh be safe enjoy your family eat plenty of lamb ham or whatever it is you eat over easter weekend if you celebrate easter Um, If you don't, then disregard this message, but I'm going to have some lamb and I'm going to have some ham as well. Israel, we will break down our meals on the next episode. I will, I will ask you what you ate. I will ask you if you finally caught that Turkey uh, that you could cook for Easter weekend. So any, uh, anything else you want to add before we. No, sir. Saturday mornings, hopefully I'll be going bang, bang. So everybody have a, have a great Easter. Um, Everybody be safe and uh, we'll see you next week. Post a post a picture on Twitter if and when you kill one, please. Do you got to do that? You got to do that for me. I got I got to live my outdoor life vicariously through you. That's the only way I can live it right now. I got to live vicariously through you. I got to I got to kill birds vicariously through you. If I if I, if I don't, then I'll never kill a bird, or or a hog or a deer, um, or right now even even hook a fish. I'll take that. So anyway. Uh, thank you for listening. We are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back next week. Go dogs! Go dogs! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.